Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friend, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Welcome to Going In Rock. Count out on today's episode. It's New Year, which means contracts might be coming up. So, uh, for entertainment purposes only, Larson, yes, we're going to take a look at uh, 10 names who might be free agents or at least might have contracts coming up in 2024. <laughs> so, so, here's the thing about uh, contract expiration dates in the world, especially pro wrestling not typical that they're public knowledge here's the thing first and foremost it's not like other sports where when someone signed as a free agent or signs yeah. a contract you yeah. get the length of the term and the money and right, amount right you usually don't get that in the world of pro wrestling so right there's various outlets that reported that various wrestlers contracts are either expiring at the end of 2023 or at some point in 2024 some names in this list will be free agents in about 13 days for sure mm-hmm. so if we come to find out during the course of the rest of this year, next year, that a, a someone on this list is in fact not a free agent, can't hold us to it. This no, is the, these aren't we're, we're not this these aren't legally binding dates that we're talking about here. No. But it's always fun. Look, man, let's be honest. The fun in prof- and so much in professional wrestling is who's going to switch brands. And so it'd be kind of fun today to speculate on because let's be honest with you, you know CM Punk. Uh, switch brands this year. We didn't even know if he was going to be companies. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, cut brands, companies. Yeah, we didn't even know if he was going to be in AW this year, heading into 2023 after the events of Brawl Out. Uh, so with that being said, we thought it'd be fun to take a look at names who might have contracts coming up, who could potentially switch companies and explore and see where that takes us. So. With that being said, again, for entertainment purposes only, here's your top 10 wrestlers who could change companies in 2024. There we go. Uh, All right, cool. So uh, let's go ahead and start this off with number 10. 10. AJ Styles. He ain't doing much these days in the WWE, is he? So he signed a contract in 2019. I do. I did see that. Yeah. And I know at the time, anyways, he was saying that it'd probably be his last full-time contract. Uh, he seems very, or at, at various times, at numerous times, he'd seem very happy in WWE. But as you said, he ain't doing a whole lot these he days in WWE. Anything. He ain't doing anything right now. He's not even on seems- TV. They got yeah. the OC back together. Never really did anything with with them. No, um, no. I mean, they yeah. did a whole angle where I think the bloodline took AJ Styles out of yeah, commission. Yeah, last we to, saw him when Solo did the splash off the road cases. And it was sort of to free up a team of Cena and LA Knight, I yeah. think, to sort yeah, of pave the road for. for that. So, look, I think you and I have both talked about the idea that Roman Reigns uh, versus AJ Styles is one of the last sort of untapped rivalries that they haven't explored in a couple of years anyways. They had a match going back, or they had a feud going way back. Mm-hmm. But uh, but at least, you know, this iteration of the Tribal Chief with the bloodline and, and where it's at, you know, AJ Styles is an incredibly high-profile name that they mm-hmm. haven't really explored yet. He's on the same brand as Roman Reigns. So that is a possibility 
between now and WrestleMania or even maybe post-WrestleMania, they could explore that. Well, here's the thing, though. You got Orton probably at the Rumble coming up facing Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Roman may have a match at Elimination Chamber, mm. but it's in Perth, so that's a possibility. And Elimination Chamber is going to be the draw there. It's entirely mm. possible that Roman might not defend the title again after the Rumble till WrestleMania, where he's going to face Cody Rhodes. Right. So coming back around to AJ Styles, where does that leave him? It's entirely possible. The one thing about being out of a WWE contract is you get to make more decisions about where you spend your time. So, with that being said, it's entirely possible, it's possible that in the year 2024, which is only a couple weeks away, when the contract runs out for AJ Styles, well, sometime during the year anyways, even if it's late in the year in August or whatever. Exactly. Um, maybe, just maybe, he lets the thing expire. He wants to spend more time with his family. But first, he takes a trip to Jacksonville and does uh, maybe Wembley. For A E W. You know, how about this? I'll, I'll put this in front of you. See what you think. You know, there's a company that he used to work for that's rebranding themselves with the same name that the company had for a vast majority of, of, of the time when he was working for. I'm talking about TNA Wrestling. Yeah. What if AJ, in a way, wants to bring his career full, full circle? Mm-hmm. He's done the WB stuff. He's like, hey, I'm gonna end my career just kind of doing part-time stuff. I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be in a legends deal, if you will. Yeah. With total nonstop action, mm-hmm. uh, help elevate them with the rebrand before mm-hmm. I say goodbye and 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 go and retire and spend time with my family. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, you know, if he's like, I want to go completely full circle and wrestle in front of like a hundred people, then uh, then yeah, he could totally do that. Um. But uh, I think there are some exciting matches for him, possibly in AEW as well, given that Will Ospreay, by the time AJ Styles' contract would possibly come up, and who knows if they'd had time for injuries or whatever. Um, But by the time that would happen, Will Ospreay would be um, a full-on member of the AEW roster. Will Ospreay said in the past that AJ Styles is like the reason he got into wrestling or one of the reasons he got into wrestling. Um, So, yeah, that could be a big headlining potential match uh at any point uh throughout the year 2024 again i kind of feel like it's not entirely likely aj styles probably probably you would is gonna stick with the think ring. that and and i could be wrong based on the fact that apparently AEW uh had a larger offer to be when it comes to will osprey you would think though that would be you'd be able to offer him the most money and they might be able to offer him stupid money and, and 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 sort of a schedule that he would want, you know what I mean? Like especially yeah. with how loaded uh, WWE is right now, I think I think that it's incredibly likely that WWE is going to hold on to AJ Styles for whatever AJ Styles wants to do. But again, this is for entertainment purposes. A uh, lot of good matches in AEW for AJ. Oh, Styles. absolutely, absolutely. Match with yeah. Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on. To number nine. Nine. All ego Ethan Page. He's got himself in free agent shape. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. I actually just today I watched uh, a lot of his interview with Chris Van Vliet. Mm -hmm. And a couple things are kind of clear. Number one, uh, he uh, he has said that he doesn't really see himself being the kind of guy who's wrestling deep into his 50s and, like, 60s. Um, He is probably, well, I don't even think it's probably. He's absolutely in the best shape he's ever been in his career. Um, He also doesn't seem terribly unhappy, or at least in this interview, uh, he doesn't seem terribly unhappy with his role there. But that's not to say that he wouldn't view his time in AEW and Ring of Honor now as, you know, a stepping stone to another place, which would be WWE. I have said many times, I think it'd be great in NXT, um, you know, given sort of what they have going on there now. But uh, I didn't I didn't notice. Is his, his contract, according to what you found, is, is I've seen I've seen information that his contract is is potentially set to expire in 2024. Oh, okay. And we, okay. we talked, we, so we did a video on Friendo Club Wrestling, the free agent game. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, where we tried to guess what the where the other 
or what the other person thought various potential free agents would go. We mentioned we talked about Ethan Page in that video. Okay, too. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I about that one. Yeah. You know, he 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 was, you know, uh, a free agent not too long ago when his in, impact contract expired. Mm-hmm. Um, went to AEW with the, a lot of potential, a lot of promise that he could do some pretty huge things because he and jo- Josh Alexander as a North were a dominant tag team in Impact. Ethan mm-hmm. Page decided to leave. Josh Alexander stayed in Impact or remained in Impact. Become a world champion since then, um, and AEW just really haven't done much with Ethan Page. There's been flashes of interesting stuff. There was potential there with his pairing with Scorpio Sky. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't necessarily think they needed Dan Lambert with them, mm-hmm. um, but there's just never been really a sustained uh, uh, creative emphasis on getting him involved on a regular basis, which is a bummer because mm-hmm. he's a really talented guy. You know, no, he's and, a super talented guy. He's really charismatic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a really so, good wrestler. According to uh, according to this, uh, in March of twenty twenty one is when he signed with uh, AEW. So if let's assume it's a three year contract, and let's assume that there hasn't been any time added to the contract, or there won't be, it's possible that if it was a three year deal, that would come up in yeah, uh, yeah just about three months into the new year ahead of WrestleMania season, mind you. Um, I don't know that he's the name that he's the name that necessarily has has the brand is built up enough to land a WrestleMania spot. But post WrestleMania, maybe maybe he maybe he could show up in the crowd at whatever NXT show would line up with uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. Um. He's he's an incredibly charismatic guy, who I think could probably go really far, um, if he started out in NXT. And uh, and then landed in, in WWE. He's really savvy too, like with his YouTube channel, with all yeah. of his you know extracurricular activity stuff. Yeah. Um. And you know, given that he he has gotten into like really phenomenal shape, I yeah. think somewhere I didn't I didn't actually watch this part, but I think one of the chapters in the interview had to do with him wanting to participate in fitness competitions. Mm-hmm. So you see what level of discipline he's employing to mm-hmm. you know to keep himself fit. Um. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I kind of feel like for what he brings to the table, he's like a perfect fit for WWE. I really do. And as you said, he never really found his footing. I mean, this was in early 2021. I remember him coming in, and they really didn't have much for him. He was with the Lambert stuff, with the Scorpio Sky. And then, and these days, he's just sort of been in Ring of Honor. It's been kind of out of sight, out of mind. I know this past weekend, uh, or I'm sorry, this tonight, uh, this is going up on Saturday, so tonight, he's got the collision match against Kenny Omega. Um, but I, you know, it's not like that's, I, I would doubt that'd be like the start of something. It just seems like, Hey, they're in Canada. Let's do a Canada match. You know? Yeah. 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 I know. It totally does. It totally does. Uh, you know, and let me ask you this question, Ethan page, has he built enough of a brand for himself to go to NXT and keep his name? I would, I would say, I'd say it's sort of on the cusp. I think it was probably the thing where if he if he made the case, if it was important to him, mm-hmm. the way that they're doing things now wouldn't shock me that if if they were allowed to allow him to keep. I don't know what circumstances led to um, Pillman Jr. changing his name. If that was a mutual thing, I don't know what the process is now because WWE, for example, they allowed Jade Cargill to keep her name. Um, so I don't know. He's built his brand, but in a different way than like Jade Cargill did, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think, I think he should probably keep it because it's a good name. It is a good name. All you ego know. Ethan page. It's, you know, it just rolls off the yeah. tongue nicely, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that name, good but name. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how WWE does that stuff. But yeah if, yeah, if he goes there, you know, I think I think I honestly think that that place might be more fit for him. I seem to remember at the time in AEW too, like in March of 2021. I'm trying to remember is when obviously all the big name free agents before they came over. I feel like he was overshadowed by somebody specifically, and I forget honestly who, but it was probably a WWE. Name. Maybe yeah, yeah. it was around the time Malachi came over. I Could forget be. to be Could honest be. with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I feel like he was a bit on the overshadowed side, and then like they just didn't do anything. And yeah. maybe his brand wasn't built up enough, so they really were like, "Oh, let's let's push the crap out of this guy." I don't know. Who knows? You know, they should have debuted him as Karate Man. Let's be honest. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, anyways, let's do one more. Uh, number eight. Eight. Drew McIntyre. Interesting. Interesting. So... so. Like let's let's be real real here. The odds of Drew McIntyre leaving WWE probably aren't high. However, there's been reports that they've been in a bit of an impasse when it comes to negotiating a new deal because of maybe money, maybe creative. He's doing something interesting creatively now. In the yeah, midst of a heel turn, now. he's doing yeah. really good work. And not that long ago, I think it was Meltzer reported that WWE were offering huge money deals because they didn't want anybody leaving. Yeah, right, yeah. So with those two things in consideration, you think the odds of Drew McIntyre leaving WWE, because they can offer him probably the most money, still mm-hmm. the largest platform he could wrestle on. Mm-hmm. You think the odds of him leaving would be pretty minimal. However, if they tell, they're in the midst of telling this heel turn, he comes up short against Seth Rollins and uh, challenging him for the World Heavyweight Championship, walks away with no title, would he be creative satisfied with whatever they have next planned for him? And if not, would that leave the door open for him to explore his options whenever he hits free agency? I'd be surprised if he was the type where the title was everything. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. If he gets the title now, he's going to be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. And I, I just don't, I feel like I honestly feel like 99% of the wrestlers they just want to be used in a way that it's is interesting, interesting yeah. or that they feel the bosses are putting effort into what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I think there's, I, I think I'll put it this way. I'm sorry. 99% of the wrestlers who care about that over the paycheck or are, are totally sad. Like Mox, for example, Mox said straight up, my truck is paid off. I've got all the money in the world. I just want to do cool shit. Those types of wrestlers, because mm-hmm. there's plenty of wrestlers who are like, I, I, whoever's got the biggest paycheck, I don't give a shit what you do with me, you know? Yeah. yeah. But for those wrestlers who just want to be, who have the money, we're fine with the money. I just want to be used really well. Um, you would think that with WWE, the money wouldn't be the thing. Drew McIntyre should be making a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, he should. Be and then the if top, it boils top, down to the creative, people getting paid absolutely. Then if it boils down to the creative, you know, if he's being positioned as like top heel on Raw, that's not a bad. You would think that he'd be happy with that. And and on top of that, like they're letting him execute a pretty interesting heel turn because it's yeah. like oh, this guy's just making a lot of good points and it's frustrating and he's in his own Kafkaesque nightmare. It's kind of yeah. cool. It is pretty cool. I don't mean to imply that he would be disillusioned being a WB simply because he didn't win the title. I'm saying he's in the midst of an interesting story now, and that story comes to its conclusion. Do they have something else creatively in mind for him that will continue that momentum? More so whether well, he yeah. wins the title or not. You know what I mean? Am, am, you know, with wrestling, I feel like so much it's it's like, okay, well, what have they done with me, and will that inform – how I can expect to be used in the mm-hmm. future because it seems like in wrestling so often they just sort of go from thing to thing. But yeah. if Triple H pitches to him, hey, this is what we're going to do with you now and going forward you're going to be our top bad guy on Raw, but this is the level of effort we're going to put into your stories and the proof is across the rest of the product too yeah. is that a lot of people are getting the treatment of you know being used and being utilized and being used in interesting ways. 
you got to think it's a good place to be right now. And conversely, when you look at the other guys, other guys, it's not like you look at that and be like, oh, my God, this green, the grass is so much greener. Oh, I know. It's so much know. nicer, you know. No, I, I agree. I, I'm posing the question out there because when it comes to money, you think WB would have the advantage. Obviously, uh, mm -hmm. the platform WB has the advantage there. Yeah. So if creative is one thing that Drew prioritizes, mm -hmm. given that, you know, regardless where he goes, he's going to get a hefty paycheck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That if he feels like, well, that would be I'm beholden to other people in terms of determining my creative. I have a ton of great ideas that aren't being implemented. This is all speculation. I don't know. Yeah. I have ideas that I don't feel like are being implemented to my satisfaction here. If I go here, maybe they will. I don't know. I'm just trying to find some rationale to say, oh, this is why or obvious reason why you'd think, okay, yeah, Drew McIntyre would entertain going to AEW over WB. I mean, dude, if he's got a, if he's got, you know, 15 sheets of typewriter paper with, you know, yeah. four months of storylines oh, and AEW is years. a place. Two yeah. years, buddy. He's booked, he's booked yeah. the entire length of his AEW deal. Maybe. I mean, if he, if he brings that to Tony Khan with assurances that yes, we're going to go ahead and run with all this. You know, the playground is yours. We need a new, you know, centerpiece for collision. Mm -hmm. I think Drew is a needle mover in a much bigger way than Adam Copeland is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. If you have a whole show programmed around you and you're a kind of guy who, you know, has a lot of creative ideas, I don't know if we've heard one way or the other in terms of Drew McIntyre if, like, yeah, I don't know. he's that type of guy. But I don't know. That kind of challenge might be enticing to some people. There is a vacuum on collision right now. Yeah, when it comes to that major centerpiece, so that's a good point. Maybe there would be some interest there for somebody who's like, "Oh man, you know, this could be I could be the guy," as opposed to you know the guy, but I'm not Roman. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So totally. yeah, there, that, that could be that could be. All right, let's go ahead and move on to number seven. Seven. Daniel Garcia, the dance, 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 dance machine. Watch Daniel Garcia get down. Watch. Daniel Garcia get, get down. Yeah. I mean, he's so, proven uh, that he could be at a, he's, a, he's one of the best, uh, ring technicians in the business. True. In terms of the, the actual in ring component, he's shown that he can do the sports entertainment stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The question is, does he feel like he said, and he, I, I saw this in an interview, uh, recently, he said that he is in contract year. This is contract year for Daniel Garcia. So whether his contract right. expires early, late 2024, at some point in 2024, that contract's up. Yeah. It, does Daniel Garcia feel like he's creatively satisfied in AEW? I think that's going to be the determining factor. I mean, WWE could probably could definitely offer him more money. Well, let me ask you this. Hmm. At his age, yes. <clears throat> do you think that part of is he creatively satisfied might also encompass? would my career benefit from a change of scenery? Like, Darby Allen sort of, I mean, they're probably comparable ages, I'm assuming. Yeah, Darby's probably both, a little bit older. They're probably both mid-20s, I would imagine. That's what I'm thinking, right. Um, Darby's been in multiple main events. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what Darby's world championship aspirations are or, or his prospects are. I would think, I, I actually think if he stuck around AEW for five more years, Darby would have a good shot at getting the world championship. Oh, absolutely. I would absolutely. think. Right, right. Daniel Garcia is greener when it comes to like, you know, his time with the company. Greener when it comes to his profile being raised, which it has been with AEW by, by a long shot. But I think he's also a ways off from reaching that sort of upper echelon level. And it just makes me wonder if maybe now would be a good time to say, okay, well, my time in AEW might come, but... It would benefit me more from being somewhere else because right now I'm the guy that I don't think he's just the guy that dances. No, but the story of him going back to being pro wrestler guy. I don't know that that's going to be that big of a launching pad for him. AEW has a lot of people who are really good wrestlers and WWE. It's not like, you know, they just. They just got rid of a guy 
who's on this list later on, Matt Riddle, who was more of a comedy act, mm-hmm. but in the ring, he had there were similarities between him and, and Daniel Garcia in mm-hmm. terms of like, man, these guys put on killer matches. They mm-hmm. really Matt Riddle was a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I and it's WWE, they don't have that many of those guys right now. You Not know, to the degree that AEW does. Yeah, I mean in, in WWE main roster, I guess the, at this point the closest analogy would be someone like Chad Gable. Who yeah, outside exactly, the right. ring is is a comedy guy. Inside the ring mm-hmm. can go as well as anybody, you know? Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily classify Daniel Garcia at this juncture as a comedy guy by a stretch no, of the No, neither would I. Um, no. But so much of his character is defined by is is he going to dance or not at this point? So much of his story is. And I think every the, the, the smart thing about him, though, is that that's not like how he debuted. Mm-mm. That's what he became because of Chris Jericho. And now it does seem like they're maybe telling the story where that's going to be stripped away. But, you know, if you put him in, I, I sort of view him more as like a character along the lines of Ilya Dragunov, which is why, again, just like all you go Ethan Page, but for different reasons, I think that uh, uh, Garcia would be great in NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, they skew younger, and Dragunov is that guy that's sort of in the in the Shawn Michaels class of like, you just know this guy can go. And I kind of feel like that's how they're going to treat that world title, the, the NXT title, is dudes who can just straight up go. Yeah. Garcia's that. I yeah. think Garcia, within like a year of being in NXT, I think he can sort of, you know, um, shock the cr- or, 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 or impress the crowd so much that it's like, man, we have to watch these matches. Yeah. Well, in AEW, those ma- those guys and those matches are kind of a dime a dozen. That's what they it seems like they're trying to get to in NXT. Yeah. And I feel like he'd be a great piece there, and maybe he would feel the same way. I don't know. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. You know, it could just be a situation where AEW now, there's so much fantastic talent in the upper mid-card and, and upwards that, it, you know, you have people like Garcia, even at this juncture, kind of Darby, Sammy Guevara. I can go on mm. and on. People who seem to be on the precipice of maybe breaking through to getting to be a main eventer, but for whatever reason, just haven't really hit that spot yet. They all maybe dabbled really, the main event. And it's really clogged that scene. It is too. really clogged. And and between the former WB guys, between I mean, I know Kenny Omega's barely in the main event these days, but he's Kenny Omega. And you got you got Swerve getting up to that level. Hangman's gonna be continually around that level. Jay White, yeah. Jay White, uh, you know, and it's gonna be hard to break through that level, whereas if Garcia were to go someplace like NXT. I mean, I would imagine within the his first, within a year there, he's gonna be a main event guy there. Yeah, I know, I know exactly. And th- I mean, that thing about the thing about wrestling is that with guys like Garcia, who clearly have, dude, I love his promos, I love his uh, his in ring. I mean, he really is the total package in so many different ways. Not like Luger, but a guy like him. Whenever you go someplace else, it's like you it's like the opposite of driving a car off the lot. You know, instead of your stock automatically decreasing, when you go somewhere else, your stock automatically increases. So that you spend two years in this other place, your stock is up there, you have a bigger price tag now, and you're gonna be guaranteed a bigger slot in AEW when you do come back. If and if you so, choose to do so, yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. If you do to choose, if you choose to do so, or you could just be wowed by you know the WWE machine, and if you're successful there, why would you leave? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I could totally see a guy like him if WWE is like, hey, let's start you know aiming for for some of their top tier youth talent. It doesn't get much more top tier than Daniel Garcia. Mm-mm. It it doesn't. He might be wooed pretty easily by what they have to offer over there. It's Come be a foundational possible. piece of NXT. And on on when they might be on the precipice of taking the next leap into like maybe traveling, um, you know those the, the the their whatever they call their takeovers now premium live events, those things are getting a lot of buzz these days. They are, you they know, are. for the wrestling, and uh, and then they, now losing a guy for nine months in in West Lee, yeah, that's um, a bummer, which man. which is horrible, which is tragic. I feel so much. I feel so bad for him because he's what an amazing talent. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah no you know you inject Daniel Garcia into there, and that stock that stock will rise man that stock yep. will rise yep. especially especially now in AEW you're looking around the the crowds and they're not as 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 plentiful as they were before you know nope, nope. 
Yeah. Um, before we go on to the next one, let's bring this up really quick. If you guys are interested, bonus episodes, access to our question thread. So you have your question, red, right here, going in raw. Or uh, our big blue predictions challenges. Every month we do these predictions challenges. The entire Friendo community, usually around 200. I think we're around 200 people these days. Every month participating in the big blue predictions challenges. If you want access to all that, help support going in raw. Two ways to do it. Clicking join on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Stephen Larson. Or by going to patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. $5 a month or up gets you to that reward tier. We get to uh, benefit from all those rewards. Uh, so give it some thought and join the Friendo Club. Get the Friendo Club set up. Let's move on to number six. Six. Mustafa Ali. So he, this is the his name is the first of the last round of WWE releases who will be free agents on uh, December 20th. So 13 days from when we're shooting this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and of those names that were released by WWE, I think his future I'm most excited about. Yeah. You know, he showed time and again that he is a phenomenal in-ring talent in WWE when given the opportunity to showcase what he could do. Yeah. And again, when he, he had the opportunity to showcase what he could do from a character perspective, he always went all in on it, regardless yeah, what did. it was. Yeah. You know, and, and you see the stuff that he was doing outside of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the what he was doing on a, a week-to-week basis in WWE, the things he'd just go shoot himself, trying mm-hmm. new character ideas out. Yeah. And they were all pretty darn awesome they were yeah. and to, to see if he can go to a place where he can implement his creative vision for his character mm-hmm. and and actually do that in conjunction with his amazing in-ring talent yeah. sky's the limit for him and whether yeah, that be no. in AEW or new japan or 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 tna wherever the case may be yeah really excited to see what he can do now that he is uh, uh, you know uh, uh, by and large in control of his future I know that he's got a family and all, but how killer would it be if he did New Japan? I know. And, you know, I'm sorry to say, Bullet Club needs an injection of, of some talent. And imagine him doing some cool Bullet Club shit, some cool vignettes mm-hmm. with the sort of setup that he was using before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, obviously he's a guy who ever, the, the entire world of wrestling, even though, look, he seemed pretty happy, I guess, for the most part in WWE. Um, or at least the tail end when he was in NXT. I mean, I don't know the guy, so I can't really tell. But if nothing else, he always gave it his all. Yeah. Um, and he was always seemingly coming up with ideas. And for a guy who, like you said, is so creative, so obviously just chock full of ideas, um, the thought of him on top of all that, letting us see him wrestle sort of unbound by the WWE style. Yeah is really really exciting and this guy's close to the top of my list of like man i can't wait i cannot wait to see because especially like when these guys have some time off and they show up oftentimes like for example mercedes monet right yeah she looked like a million bucks she looked like the coolest comic book character when she came back as mercedes monet well i have no doubt that mustafa ali is probably going to have a fresh coat of paint Debut, do some cool shit wherever yep. he goes. Yep. Uh, and uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. If I'm being selfish, I'd love for that to be in New Japan. I'd love to see some of the stuff he could do there. And if he goes to AEW, then that'll probably open the door to New Japan as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing where he's gonna go. Don't know where it's gonna be, but you know, AEW seems a likely destination. I would think. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. All right, moving on to number five. Five. The Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. So he's, he's, his name's on here because he's a free agent, apparently uh, early 2024. And, uh, really and, and it was reported recently that by Sports Illustrated, I believe that he's entertaining the idea of exploring options outside of New Japan, which not that long ago would seem kind of unfathomable. Yeah, he's right. still the top guy there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it would be shocking to a degree to see him leave New Japan. Yeah, given all that he's done there, but that's also kind of the thing. He's done basically everything. He has. Yeah, he holds, or is at least close to holding, basically every major uh, title reign record there is there. He's got the mm-hmm. longest individual reign. I think he might be second behind Tanahashi in terms of total reigns as champ there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or maybe he tied that that record as well. You know, and and if if he feels like all right, 
I've done just about everything I can do here. Let's explore other challenges. I guess the question is at this point, is he going to follow in the footsteps of a lot of other people who have left New Japan to go to AEW? Because there's already that familiarity there. And there's also the, 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 the aspect that, well, in the future, if I want to work with New Japan, I probably could. Well, Osprey recently said that that's one of the reasons, or it's been reported that's one of the reasons that he chose AEW, yeah. along with a massive paycheck. Um, paycheck or yeah. brand new challenge, going to WWE. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems kind of clear that, you know, and we, we've heard this from multiple places that Triple H wants to make a push for, you know, to, to sort of uh, a renewed focus on letting wrestlers from overseas, wherever that may be, or Mexico, um, let them know that, hey, this is a place where you're going to now be treated really, really good. You know, it's not going to be like Shinsuke was in NXT, Vince McMahon put him with Boogs and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now, Shinsuke, much higher profile, being used in a much more interesting way. It'll be interesting to see if that prospect... See, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what Kazuchika Okada, it's not like he said, oh, yeah, I want to try this, that, the other. I don't know what his, the main reasoning for being in pro wrestling necessarily is with him. Is it, you know, to to be on the biggest worldwide stage, which is, which is WWE? Is it, you know, hey, I want to break through the American audience, but still have a line to New Japan? I'd be, dude, I'd be surprised if he... I'd be surprised if he went to AEW simply because he does have a young child and his wife is apparently a really popular personality in Japan, a really high-profile personality in Japan from what I understand. I read this mm-hmm. the other day. I don't mm-hmm. um, But for him to go to AEW simply because he can still do some New Japan stuff, I don't know why he wouldn't just stay in New Japan because he can do AEW stuff if he wants it's to. Entirely possible. I guess it depends. You know, does he want to... Uh enter the American market more so and I guess one advantage AEW would have in that respect over WB is that as we saw with Osprey Osprey is not moving to the states you know yeah and yeah. they could AEW can afford Okada that 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 opportunity as opposed to WB which he'd have to move to the states to to compete yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know what kind of demands they would have on him for that um but uh but yeah i don't know i you know yeah i don't know i don't you, the thing is like they have done everything they, they he has done everything in new japan but yet they always seem to he always seem to have stuff for him you know it's not mm-hmm. like he's ever left by the wayside they yeah. always have like the g1 is always really interesting with okada and uh and seeing where he lands on the card is really interesting it's more like people come to new japan and, you know, then they can face Okada as, as opposed to him having to go somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, also, you know, that when he, after you lost the title after that long reign, we saw Balloon Okada. Like, he found a way to reinvent himself and keep here's himself fresh thing. and interesting. And here's the other thing. There's a reason why Shinsuke left in the first place. The damage done to his body or he wanted to take it easier. And WWE is that place. AEW is not that place. Not necessarily, no. You know, uh, WWE is... Um, again, you know, I don't know what, if, if he would want to disrupt his family life to what degree that would be disrupted. Um, maybe he would enjoy coming over here. I don't know. But, uh, but in any event, uh, I think it'd be absolutely great to see him. You know, there's so many dream matches, you know, even for like a two year stint in WWE, Mm -hmm. that could be a lot of fun, but who knows if it'll happen. It'd be pretty awesome if it did, in my opinion, though, just Given how hot WWE is right now, I think it'd be the with Triple H in control too. It'd be like now is the optimum time to take advantage of some of these dream matches, you know? Yeah, no, totally, totally. All right, move on to number four for Dolph Ziggler. Again, he got released by WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the the released wrestlers. I would not be surprised to see Nick Nemeth. Yeah, show up in all elite wrestling. His brother's there. Yeah, right. Um, So, uh, yeah, it would not shock me at all. Talk about someone who's kind of done it all in WWE. He's basically done everything Mm -hmm. um, in terms of winning titles, Grand Slam champ. And just for a while now, it didn't really seem like WWE creatively was interested in in using him in any sort of fashion, really. At least an interesting fashion. He was the Natalia of the men's division, really. For years, he was the gatekeeper. Someone gets called up from NXT, they wrestle Dolph. 
might not be the first feud, but it's one of the first three. Right, yeah. You know, and and it's a bummer because you think back, it's a long time ago, it's more than a decade ago, 2011, 2012, how over he was. Yeah. And, you know, maybe part of that, part of that is, is, is on Dolph, too, because he never really made much effort to reinvent himself. That's exactly right. He was always right. kind of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and that's that's why it grew stale, because you get a couple years of relevancy with every gimmick you have in WWE. If you don't reinvent yourself, you're going to get stale and you're going to get left behind. And that's what happened to him. Yeah. Um, you know, the big question is, is the Laugh Factory going to come at him? Is, you know, um, what's another, what's another, the comedy store? Is the comedy, comedy store, store yeah. going to come for him? Is he going to try his hand at stand-up instead of, pro wrestling you know i could see him starting a podcast to be honest with you yeah no you probably know, wildly entertaining it probably would be he'd probably have a ton of just amazing stories like he's he was in wwe for a very very yeah. long time that being said if he still really wants to wrestle yeah he's gonna be i could totally sh- i would be really surprised the only thing i wonder if the only thing see here's the thing about dolph i suspect that he was making a lot of money in WWE. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think he would. He's in some ways. He isn't he sort of like the Lex Luger of of it's, today. You know, I wonder if to a certain degree. Because here's the thing: if he signs with AEW, it's not like he's going to be pushed as a top guy. No. And if he's expecting money on the level he got in WWE, in AEW, that's probably top guy money. Right. You know. So. If Tony Khan says he's a great performer still, he can still deliver in the ring, he's got name recognition, that could help the company. I want to I want to try to sign him and he's like, "All right, I'll I'll give Dolph, I'll give Nick what he's asking for." <laughs> if you're paying him what he was making WWE, it's probably more than a million dollars. Um are you really getting your money's worth out of your investment if you're not going to push him? As a top I mean, guy. The, but yeah, but the thing is, like, pushing him as a top guy is not going to help anything. I mean, honestly, like, I don't – when I when I say Lex Luger, it's, it's – it's, you know, by the time WCW was hot, like, and Hold I on, know I, in, I, like, I, 90s – yeah, go ahead. I, I think we need to preface with this. This is assuming that he walks into AEW just being Dolph Ziggler still. If he's sitting at home and he has, like, this great idea for a character and they come up with some interesting stories – that's a slightly different situation. Uh, but if he walk, comes in, I'm here to show the world is still that Dolph. I don't know what great character. He I don't know either. Up. Maybe he's sitting on some gold we just don't know about. <laughs> he's like, listen, Tony, it's Nick. I got this idea for a prop. Imagine if Jerry me. Seinfeld was a pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I got Carrot Top. He wants to do a thing with me in AEW. Revolution book is 30 minutes. Exactly. Two no, double or nothing because it's in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. A million for me, a million for Carrot. Let's do it. I don't think so, Nick. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to see if he could. I think, I mean, look, that's a, that's a name that I think people would be interested in seeing what he could do in the ring. Absolutely. You know, because he was more than anything a phenomenal wrestler. I just as a character, I don't know what you do with him. I know there has to be a, a pretty major reset in, from a character perspective for for the, the whatever excitement there is for of him showing up in AEW to, to last. Yeah, you can have him show up and, and have a couple good matches and people will be into it. But unless there's something they can really latch onto from a character perspective, that enthusiasm is going to dwindle pretty quick. Well, here's the thing, though. Being a complete realist, and Dolph seems like a nice guy. I don't mean to crap on it. I really don't. Yeah, same. What Being completely realistic, using some common sense, what do you think the reaction would be from the AEW fans, Nick Nemeth showing up and unmasking or something? You know, like, He's the oh, devil. my God. Yes. <laughs> or just showing up at the end of a pay-per-view and super kicking mocks. You know, like... What do you tell me? What's the reaction? So it'd be lesser reaction when Adam Cole and Brian Danielson showed up. By by a by lot. Far. It'd be a, it'd be more of a reaction than when Jack Swagger showed up. Oh, absolutely. Right. It might it'd probably be more of a reaction than when Andrade showed up because they Andrade's debut was 
like the most botched debut I've seen in a long time because he had no music. Vicky was there. It was nothing about that built excitement. You know what I mean? Right. But online, the reaction was like, oh, cool. Andrade's yeah. there. Yeah. The actual execution was awesome. That's what I'm talking about is the execution in the reception in the, uh, in, in the arena. Yeah, in the arena, it'd be lukewarm. Online, it would be way worse than that. Online, I think it would be, it would be better than Swagger, less than Andrade, and I don't yeah. know where exactly. That I think is. in the arena, it'd be somewhere. It'd be slightly above Andrade just because Andrade's debut was so. <laughs> Andrade was crickets. It was like, yeah, who's that guy? Yeah. Um. So, anyways, man, I don't know, dude. I, I, I don't know. I, I think he'll definitely, he'll, he'll make a play for it. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do like a Cardona thing where he'll come in. You know, for a couple shows, no promises. Let's just see how this goes, and and we'll go from there. But maybe he's a guy who's like, I made big money in WWE. I'm not going to come in on that deal. Yeah, no. And Dolph could be the type of wrestler that could really benefit from following Matt Cardona's career path at this point. That is actually a really good idea. That you're absolutely correct. Not about saying that. He, he necessarily duplicates what Cardona's done, but to make the effort to reinvent himself to such a degree that he's seen as basically an entirely different performer than he was in WWE. Using using his time in WWE as a springboard to yeah. sort of, you know, uh, whatever you call it, um, subvert the expectations of yeah. the crowd. And yeah. that's what Cardona has done yep. to a brilliant degree. Yep. Cardona's built himself a little empire, hadn't he? Like with Definitely the podcast has. and all and the, the vlogs and all that stuff. It's great. Yep. yep. It is great. I think yeah, I think I think Dolph's probably creative enough to creative enough to do that. It's it's is he the kind of sort of hustler outside of WWE? That you would sort of need to be to to to, to that I don't know. effectively do that, yeah. That that could that you you got a good point. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, number three, three, Diana Perazzo. So I can confirm she is a free agent because Fightful just had a thing that she is a free agent, literally before oh. we started. Oh and wow, that she is okay. going to explore free agency. Okay, because I know she has like an Impact match coming up. I think it's a tag yeah. match. Yeah, I think I think the next taping is her last. Uh, booked okay. appearance for Impact according right. to Fightful. That just came out, out today, here on Thursday afternoon. Um, and I know she didn't necessarily have a great experience in NXT before she was released in 2020 and then went back to Impact and it had mm -hmm. great success there. Yeah. She's been awesome. This absolutely yeah. fantastic work. So I found an interview she did. Um, uh, it was with uh, Cultaholics Desert Island Graps. Oh, yeah. This okay. is from uh, August of this year. And this is what she had to say about a potential return to WB, quote, I don't want to say oh, these transcripts from post-wrestling. I don't want to say no about a return to WB, and I want to say yes, but I also think that it's kind of the circumstance of it. I think I'm in a place where I've done a lot of partial rehabilitation in my career in the last three years. I've been able to turn the tide of what people say about me and the conversations I'm in and submit my place in history. And unfortunately, my first time in NXT and WB did a lot of damage to that. So I think for me, it's more about being cautious about maybe the situation I would be put in or something like that. But I don't want to take it off the table because it is WWE. And as a kid, I didn't know any other wrestling. My dream was to become a WWE superstar. And my dream has evolved many times over during my career. But I think at the end of the day, it's like that's something I'm, I'm going to want to hold on to and say yes to. But I need to learn from my mistakes and do it differently if I was going to go. You know, it's and she's absolutely right. And I know that NXT at the time was under Triple H, so it's not like we can say, "Oh, Vince McMahon, that was yeah. his fault." Um, but you would think that somebody of her immense talent in today's landscape of the WWE, where they do endeavor to to feature more women on their programming, you would think that this would be the best opportunity there is yeah. because she has increased her brand so much outside WWE. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and yeah, you would think triple H would be all in on a, on a, on a situation like that. Um, but I guess, you know, time, time will sort of tell if that's going to be the case. Yeah. And if Deanna, uh, <clears throat> decides, you know, I'm going to explore options outside of, of impact and impact is a magnificent job of booking the knockouts division. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, you look at what AEW does in the women's division, that can't necessarily be the most uh, uh, attractive of, of, of options if yeah, WB really. is on the table. I'd say yeah. WB is perfect with how they book the women's division, but I definitely devote more time and energy mm -hmm. yeah. uh, to the women's division there than they do in AEW. True, yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, it's, it, you know, of course her husband, Steve Macklin, is an impact still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So, you know, I, I, who knows if that will inform her decision whatsoever. Her old it's tag not team uncommon partner. for... What's that? Her old tag team partner is currently the uh, tag champion there in, in, in WWE. That's true. There's, yep, a, there's a story there that they could tell. Yep. I mean, at least the chemistry is there with them. Yeah. Um, so there's some stuff you can do there. And, and plus, if look, you got the template for one. You got damage control as a faction. Mm-hmm. Start factioning up the women in WWE as well. Uh, and and Perazzo could fit right in with uh, with Chelsea yeah. and Piper. You couldn't tell me that'd be a really fun trio right there. That could be fun. That you could do some free birding with the titles and whatnot. Yeah, that could that could be a lot of fun. You would think that now would be, you know, a good situation for her. And Chelsea, you know, if you look at what they're doing with Chelsea, man, that's that's she's in a good spot too. And maybe she she'd advocate for that, you know. Yeah. I could totally see that happening. Yeah. I didn't even thought about Peraza before he put her on this list, but yeah, that's a great name. Yeah, I th- I think I think her coming to WWE would pretty be pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to number two. Two. Matt Riddle. So he's already debuted for another company, or he's going to anyways. has been announced for The Crash in uh, in Mexico. Oh, when does that happen? I don't know. I saw a picture of it, and I'm, I think it's true. <laughs> I assume some point after December 20th. Uh, I would think so. Let's find out here. Matt Riddle, here he is. He also is talking about starting an OnlyFans. Uh, let's see here. What is this? Matt Riddle, uh, Dolph Ziggler. No, that's a meet and greet type situation. I heard about uh, that. Oh, here we go. The crash. What is this? Uh, the 19th of Enero. Enero in English. January. January. <laughs> All right. So about a, about a month after his non-compete. I don't know ends. my months. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But, so you know, given, yeah. given his history in PWG, you know, uh, I would I would imagine he might have some sort of relationship with the elite. Yeah. Um, given that the, they also all, all spent a lot of time in PWG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me to see him show up in AEW at all. It wouldn't shock me at all. I think that would actually be a really smart signing from AEW. I really do. I think, look. I know he's had issues, and that was the reason why I, I believe, anyways. I suspect he was released from mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, but with AEW, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't. You know, he'd have a little bit more freedom to just go and be himself, and maybe the pressures of being in WWE. And plus, on top of that, the way they were using him in WWE over the past year or so, or ever since Randy left, basically. The creative wasn't that great for him. Mm-mm. And look, I'm not saying that he's going to be on his best behavior in AEW. Uh, I, you know, he, he basically, he would probably have, it, it would be on him to make sure that he stayed in their good graces. Yeah. But um, he was really popular with the fans in WWE. He's a hell of a wrestler. So, you know, we'd get some really good matches. Yep. And uh, I don't know if they if they had some good creative for him, which might be touch and go, because if he's the kind of guy who brings ideas to the table, then maybe he'd be fine. If not, maybe he'd languish there. I don't know. Yeah. But you would think that they would, you know, much in the same way WWE has taken a chance on CM Punk, even though in his previous place of employment, he had some issues there. Matt Riddle, you'd think AEW would say, okay, well, you can be here, but we've got Daniel Bryan heading up this disciplinary commission. And he'll put you in cattle mutilation exactly. if uh, if you run afoul of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You go, you 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 act a fool on social media, you get fined. You act a fool backstage, bang, you get put in cattle mutilation by Brian Danielson. Act a fool at an airport, cattle mutilation. <laughs> right Bro. there in the terminal. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. So I don't know, I don't know, I, I you know. Yeah, I, I think it'd probably be a good move to at least give the guy a shot. You know, maybe WWE's system just wasn't a good fit for him. He needs to have a little bit more freedom. Who knows? Who know. knows? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think it was Seth Rollins at the end of that guy's career with one line. So. Oh, he did. He definitely did. <laughs> totally did. Uh, you know, if he wants to pursue OnlyFans, then good for him. I, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to number one. One. Andrade El Idolo. Yeah, he's totally. He he's wants totally to go going. Back. He's yeah, he's going totally to going. WWE. Totally yeah. going. 
Yeah, when's Malachi's con? That's the only when's Malachi's con? The the Zelina crew, his uh, her old. You know, I saw one place client. where it said Malachi's deal's not up till twenty twenty seven. Oh my God, he's there forever. So he's got four more years potentially. We're gonna make first contact with aliens by the time he shows up in WWE again. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait till 2027. What a fascinating year that's going to be. I'm sure Malachi can't either. That's such a long time from it now, is a though. Long time. It is a long time. 20s, you're going to be almost 50. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. And then I'm going to be almost 50. I know. Well, depending wait, 20, when, when the aliens arrive, I might be 50. Oh, dude, that's right. I forgot. You're, like, way older than me. Oh, my gosh. Well, not way older. Wow. Yeah. Hurts my feelings, but yeah. Anyways, Andrade's totally going back. Whenever his contract expires, they add more time. So it's January first, twenty twenty-five. Guess what? January second, he's back in the Fed. Yeah, you're almost two years older than me. No, I'm not. Aren't you? I'm less than a year older than you. No, I'm a little bit more than a year. A little bit more. Than oh a year. yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, you're just over a year. Yeah, a I was little bit more the other way. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. Numerically, it's two years, but it's like only actually thirteen. No, months. it's not. You're you were born the year after me. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of Jeff. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes more sense then. That yeah, I'm like, two years? Where are you getting this from? <laughs> We're like Ricky Starks and Bill Big. <laughs> I guess so. We don't know each other's birthdays. At least we don't know room. each other. Yeah. Oh man. Uh so anyways, we're talking about Andrade. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Malachi. Twenty twenty seven. We're gonna do one of these lists in twenty twenty seven. So I guess so. <laughs> I guys I need to find a way to get fired. Well, he might. Hey, he might. He might have that contract that just like runs out while AEW goes out of business. <laughs> he oh, might wow. outlast AEW. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, getting back to Andrade. Clearly, this dude. He was trying. He was f- picking fights with people trying to get out of there. You know, starting beef on uh, on these uh, Spanish language shoot interviews. And then you know, I'm not going to say his name. Medias, his name is yep. Sammy Guevara. Yep. Yeah, he wants out. He knew that Triple H loved him. And uh, and I have no doubt that uh, if he shows up in WWE, I think he'll do pretty well there. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. There is one name on this list. I'm kind of surprised you didn't put on here because you were the list master. Uh. No Maxwell Jacob Friedman. No, I'm pretty sure he signed extension already. I think he probably did. I only want to know what I, I want to know when if it happened when he came back after his big time off or was sometime before he was champion, after he was, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, like that's why I, I kind of feel MJF like you're right. I think he did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at this point he's probably yeah. signed an extension. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they'll be telling if at world. I, I might be eating crow on that one. If at world's end he he loses that title to Samoa Joe, and then it's going to cast some doubt in that. But if he retains it, world's end. That yeah, he totally signed an extension. You think AEW give him a good send off, or they do the New Japan uh, thing to the elites? Um, no, I think they'd give him a, a good send off. He's not going to quantum leap out of there. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's not like he's going to show up the like his last contract should contract a date and drop like a I'll, I'll miss you AEW promo or anything mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, I, I, I don't think they're going to. I, I doubt there'd be any animosity involved. Yeah, I think you're probably right though. That's why he's not on the list because I think he's. That's why I figured when I saw the list, I was like, oh no, I'm Jeff. Yeah, because he probably he's going to stick around. I mean, come on, he's world champion right now. He's world champion. They probably cut him a massive check, you know, to stay and. You know, if 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 AEW were able to outbid WWE for Osprey, mm-hmm. then you'd think they would do whatever they had to do from a financial standpoint to make sure MJF stays around because he is week in and week out one of the most interesting characters they have. That is a yeah. And they cannot sort of, afford yeah. to lose him. He's the main character of AEW. Yep. He really is. Yep. Yeah. No, and so I you think that. back up that Briggs truck, put as many zeros at the end of that contract as as necessary to keep him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. I agree. I agree. Anyways, let us know who you think is going to change companies come 2024, which is just around the corner. Thanks everybody for tuning. Appreciate it. Till next time, hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe and the notify bell. We'll see you around. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.